Hey, what's going on everyone? It's me, Mr. Mario, and welcome back to another episode of Mario's Minutes. In case you do not know, this is a monthly podcast I like to do where I really just talk about whatever the hell I want to. Now, it's available in two different formats. First of all, it's available on YouTube in a video fashion. It's just my photo here with a visualizer running. Some people seem to enjoy it, but there's also an audio-only version of it, so you can listen to this like... Well, like an actual podcast. It's available if you look up Mario's Minute on your favorite podcasting app or platform. Just look up Mario's Minute and you should be able to find it, subscribe, and listen to it wherever the hell you're going to be driving to or sitting or hanging out or wherever it might be. I'm not all too sure where all you can take these now. Um, if you're, if you know you're hanging out a lot at home these days. But either way, this is kind of just where, again, I talk about wherever the hell I want to. So I do try and alternate where every other month I have a guest, and this month for episode 33, this is the September, yeah, it is September, right? The uh, September 2020 episode here. It's just going to be me by myself talking. And this is kind of funny because, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll be honest, I, I kind of went into this thinking, I don't really have too much to talk about, and then just watch when this is going to take up an hour of our time. But then, I kind of sat here and I thought, and I was like, you know, what the hell, we have already passed a month, like, time has just been going by so fast, and I'm sure it's something that people have said over and over, but like, earlier today, right now, just, um you know, just for dating's sake on here. I'm recording this on the 28th. This episode is going to go live on the 30th of September. And I was walking Lily today, my dog, and I realized, you know, it was like, it was just over a month ago. I want to say it was like, excuse me, I think it was like August 22nd or August 24th. It was something like that, where I saw Halloween decorations being hung up around different places. And I was kind of questioning, is this too early? Like, hold on, are we putting stuff up too early? And I'm just like, oh, no, we're we're hitting October here really soon. So <laughs> I don't know if anybody else has had that weird conundrum going on where I just feel like in the midst of all of this, uh, all the quarantine things and such that are going on, I feel like in the middle of this, time has just kind of stopped mattering in a way. Now, I'm one of those people, uh, I do, I, I'm able to work from home, thankfully, and I've been able to honor that for the most part, um, as in, like, I'm pretty much, I'm keeping to myself, I'm trying to, you know, uh, quarantine as much as I can here, uh, when I'm going out, I'm taking all the precautions I need to, I'm trying not to interact with people all too often, but just enough that, you know, we can still have fun, be safe, and, you know, still get that stimulus going, because <laughs> it's still good to at least see other people, you know what I mean? And I've, I've talked about it here the past, geez, six months at this point. But yeah, I mean, either way, I've kind of half-joked about this, and I say half-joked because it's, part of it is really not, and I believe I've probably said it on here, but it just, every day to me, kind of feels like a Sunday, where I've said, like, Monday through Friday feel like Sunday on a schedule, and then Saturday feels like a Sunday that I don't really have to worry about my bedtime, and then Sunday is just Sunday, and then it ends up repeating, so it's important to have a schedule, it's important to have things to do and such, but I think it's also important to kind of just relax and all that as well, too. I was telling someone earlier today that there's been several Saturdays where I do have certain things that I'm planning to do or want to have planned out, and I might do like half of them, 
And then the other half don't get done because I say, you know what, I'm just going to walk Lily like four times today. And then that happens. So, you know what, that's good as well, too, because I'm not just sitting around. I'm outside. I'm, you know, hanging out with my dog. She's getting exercised. I'm getting exercised. I'm listening to some music. She's getting to smell everything in the world and use her little dog brain. So, I don't know. <laughs> that's how it's been going over here. So I guess overall, thankfully I'm safe. Thankfully I'm, you know, adapted well enough to this. And speaking of that as well too, uh, because I'm not sure how many people really know about this. Um, I've never really hit it. I just don't really talk about it all that much. But YouTube is not my job. YouTube is not my full-time thing. I don't have any plans to make it like that. Uh, so I do have a full-time job outside of YouTube. And again, I I was saying, you know, I work from home and such, which if I was only doing YouTube, that'd be kind of obvious. But either way on here, we have been told clearly that we are not going to be coming back uh, to a physical location this year. Uh, my team, at least, uh, they've been trying to get us back. We were the next people to come back. But of course, if, if you're in the United States, you're dealing with coronavirus, COVID-19, all that stuff, uh, you, you can't really... We, we didn't really know the full impact of everything, and <laughs> I don't think anyone did, uh, but you can't really schedule around this. Originally, I was only supposed to be home for three weeks. That was it, and that, was, that seemed like a long time, but I was only supposed to be home for three weeks. That was back in the middle of March. We're now finishing up September, uh, which I've personally adapted to working from home. I know some people are just going off the wall and don't want to be at home for all this time. And I totally sympathize and I can understand that. Thankfully, I'm able to work this way. Um, and so far, I've gotten more comfortable with it, in all honesty. But yeah, it, it was kind of a question of, I think some of the last communication was, we were trying to get back this month. And obviously, that didn't happen. But we've officially been told, hey, we are not coming back this year, period. Uh, so... <laughs> I mean, at this point, maybe I'll be back in an office in 2021. We'll see. Uh, but, you know, we just have to wait on that. So I, I guess getting off of that, I, I do have a few things here I want to talk about. And these are all, <clears throat> excuse me, these are all in a way going to be related, I guess, uh, in some way. But this is with the new systems and just new hardware that's been slated to come out. So we got a lot of new looks and a lot of awesome things that we're seeing with the new consoles, the Xbox Series S, the Xbox Series X, the PlayStation 5 All Digital Edition, and the PlayStation 5, you know, the disc-based edition. I believe the prices on those are the Series X is 300 the PS5 disc discless edition so the digital edition is 400 and then the series x along with the ps5 like you know standard edition are going to be 500 which that's what i expected i, I will say i was expecting 500 for series x as well as the ps5 i think even before like i, I want to say two months ago i even called it on mario's minute i said i think for the ps5 the digital edition will be 400 and the regular edition will be 500 and I, I believe that's what, I mean, that it's not even believe. I mean, that that's what's confirmed. Uh, I guess the thing that really threw me for the loop was the worst kept secret since the Switch Lite, which was the Xbox Series S. Now, this is interesting because uh, immediate, like, I like, I think it's, in all, okay. In all honesty, I think all these consoles are kind of ugly. I have, I am in this weird 
position right now where I am not excited for these next-gen systems to release. Like, I'm really not. I am not excited for this. I have not experienced this non-excitement before. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't like how any of them look. I don't like how the Series S looks. I don't like how big and how, how how odd the Series X is. And then both PS5s are huge. I think the PS5, like the standard PS5, the one with the disk drive, is probably the biggest system I've ever seen. I'm not even talking development hardware either. I'm talking about retail hardware. I believe the PlayStation 5, the one with the disc, is the largest game system out there that's going to be releasing. And that is so strange to me, especially <laughs> especially when you're dealing with Sony as a Japanese company, and typically they like their things to be conservative on space, which I would understand. In Japan, your storage space and your space in general is at a premium. Like, I totally get that. That's why you're going to see things that are smaller there. That's also historically why the Xbox consoles, which are typically huge and not cute, didn't do super well. Part of it is... Japan likes to support Japanese companies, so Sony and Nintendo, they're okay with. Microsoft, they didn't really warm up to all that much. I do know that the 360, I think out of all the Xboxes, the Xbox 360 did the best in Japan. And that's because even though we didn't really see it in the U.S., like from, you know, Japan's standpoint, Microsoft really tried their best with Japan. There's a surprising amount of visual novels on the Xbox 360. There's a lot of shmups. There's there's actually a lot of like true Japanese exclusives that cater to what's popular and cater to the Japanese market that are locked away for the 360 in Japan. Uh, so, I mean, it didn't get anywhere close to the PlayStation 3 or even the Wii's numbers, but out of all the Xboxes, the Xbox 360 actually did well for what it was. Um, so... I mean, it is what it is on there. But going back to the Series X here, Series S, excuse me, and this is another thing. I I hate, I, oh my goodness, I hate the names of mainly the PlayStation 5, sure. Okay, it is what it is. But the Xboxes, this is going to be confusing because we got the, the Xbox One S, which is still going to be sold, and then the Xbox One X, which is being phased out because that's no longer being produced. So there's still going to be some One S units on shelves. There's still going to be some One S units on shelves. There's probably going to be more of those. But then you're going to have the Series S, and then you're going to have the Series X. And I'm sure some people have already seen the articles that have gone out that have said that, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the day the Xbox Series X pre-orders had gone live, 1x sales shot through the roof like just skyrocketed and it wasn't because all of a sudden people decided to grab a 1x it's because a lot of people confused the 1x for the series x which when it comes down to in all honesty like i'm not meaning this as a slight to these systems i think that's what they needed to do the series s and the series x are super powerful xbox ones the PlayStation 5 is a super powerful PS4 Pro. Um, on on many levels, I think that's where they need to go. I think that's how it works out uh, for familiarity, for backwards compatibility with Xbox One and PS4. Uh, and, and on top of that as well, too, j just for the architecture. Starting this generation, these systems went to an x86 architecture that developers were already familiar with. 
and they got really accustomed to the PS4 and the Xbox One hardware, and now they get that same thing, but with much more power and with these really awesome SSDs in the systems for next gen. Uh, so it's like what they're dealing with right now, but better. It's going to scale up amazingly well. Uh, so I, I mean that wholeheartedly. I, I do think that's what they need to do, and I've been saying that for years. But either way, I don't like the naming on the Xbox systems. The Series S is going to be so confusing because I, I believe it will sell well. It's going to sell well simply because it is a next-generation system for $300, and that's it. Uh, however, I do know that it is lacking in some places in regards to specs. I know off the top of my head, you're already having how how you're cutting the storage in half is what I'm trying to say. Uh, these systems are going to launch with one terabyte internal storage, which God damn it, that, that is not a lot. That is not a lot, especially for these next generation systems. That is not a lot at all. Uh, but the Series S, you're going to cut that in half already with 512 gigabytes of storage on the system. On top of that, the the Series S is really not supposed to be a 4K gaming system like the PS5 and the Series X are posing themselves as. So the PS5, this is where it's not confusing, and, and I'm happy with Sony for this. It's very much, hey, if you want to pay 500 bucks, here's a PS5. If you want to save some money and never use a disc on this system, here's a PS5 All Digital Edition. That's it. They're the same system, same specs, the only difference is the disc drive. The Series S, though, you're changing the form factor, you're changing the storage, you're changing the other specifications on there, and then when it comes to the resolution, you're pretty much getting a 1440p system. And while as what I've seen has been impressive so far, I believe Gears of War 5 multiplayer at 1440p, it's playing at 120 frames per second, it's running real well. Like, that is impressive, mind you. The other thing I'm concerned with is, well, that's a current generation game. And a lot of what we've seen so far is these current generation games that are working on the newer systems. Which kind of, again, brings me to my point of these new systems are more powerful versions of the current generation systems and how do i say because some people might just say oh well, obviously obviously that's a thing N not not so much no i mean when we went from the playstation 1 playstation 2 huge changes there huge changes on so many levels uh but we still had the backwards compatibility that was like physically on the playstation 2 going from the xbox to the xbox 360 complete jump and change in everything, architecture, just everything on there. And then the backwards compatibility was handled software-wise on that. And we got more games through, you know, the ZFU emulator that was updated periodically. But point is, what I'm saying on here, I mean, there's a lot that I'm going to be saying, but I feel like a lot of people are going to buy the Series S and get it confused. If they if they don't get confused between an Xbox One and an Xbox Series, they're going to pick up the Series S and assume that it's going to be capable of doing the same stuff as the Series X. Which in a way, yeah, but at the same, like it's going to play all the same games, you're just not going to be getting those high resolutions and such uh, that you're going to be able to get here. Maybe I'm wrong, though. Maybe it will be completely fine, because we, we have this right now with the 1S and the 1X, where the 1S, 
it's known as a 1080p system. It's not going to be nearly as powerful, but it sells super well because you can pick it up for like 150, 200 bucks, $250 a lot of the time. You don't have to pay that much money for it. It's got access to all the same games. You can do all the same stuff on there. You're just not going to be able to do it as well as the One X. So maybe I'm completely wrong. We'll see. But this just seems to be a, a, a big jump on there as well, too. Um, that we're especially getting right out the gate. Like, we're getting, like, right out the gate. We're getting two specs for the Xbox Series right out the gate on launch. The PS5, no. it's you're As a developer, you're targeting one unit on the PlayStation 5. It doesn't matter if it's physical or digital on there. Because even if you put the game, if you author it to be on a physical disc, you're going to put the disc in and the disc is just going to install and copy all the game data from the disc to the internal SSD on the PS5. So regardless of what it is, at that point, the only difference is going to be licensing. You're either going to have a digital license or you're going to have a physical license that will require you to put the disc in before you boot up the application but it's going to be transferred and copied the exact same way, is what I mean. And that's for both of these systems here. So, oh, and last thing on that, yeah, that Sears S does not have a disk drive. That was the other big thing. So, it's it's a it's a downgrade in specifications. You're not getting the disk drive on there. I would get a system with a disk drive, of course, but there are people who they just don't want they they don't want to do physical on their systems, which, you know, that's completely up to you. I'm personally not like that. The only the only platform I'm really diskless on is PC. Uh, to me, it's a lot more cumbersome, and I'm not really a PC game collector. Uh, I do have a bunch of games on Steam. I have them, of course, on other scattered services and such, uh, but I'm not a physical PC game collector, unless it's something that I really, really want to get. To like, But even so, I think I've gotten pretty much everything I want. Like The only PC games I really care to have physically were like the Grand Theft Auto games, and I think at this point... No, I don't even have five, so I don't even have all of them on on physical. Cause five, I did not pick up physically. I just got a, you know a key for that and redeemed it. So that's how it goes there. But <laughs> either way, I want to talk pre-orders as well. Uh, I part of this, it's kind of twofold. Uh, part of this is non-excitement because I want to say a part of the non-excitement is I'm not. Unfortunately, I'm not really seeing anything right out the gate that I want for either of these systems either, uh, which is a bit disappointing. So I have said, like, you know, the, I this generation, I was not a fan of the Xbox One. You know, I, I liked it at first, and then I got a PS4, and I loved the PS4, and then the Xbox One kind of collected dust for the most part. I didn't really use it that much. I even have a One X, and I just don't use it all that much. So if I get a Series X, it will just not be used to a painful degree like it will just sit there and collect dust and barely get used so i'm not getting a series x anytime soon i really don't think i am the ps5 though um in all honesty if i pick up a ps5 i'm going to use it as a super ps4 pro essentially uh, i really enjoy the ps4 i don't use it as much as i should these days because i mostly play on the switch and here recently i've been playing on pc again and another thing people can say is you know just just build a pc get these games on pc um absolutely you know if you want to hop on pc this might be a good time to and i'm i'm gonna tell another thing on that actually before we get to the pre-order thing i'll, I'll talk about that but i'm not excited about these and like even the only one i'm really kind of wanting the, the ps5 between these two i've just been saying i'm like if i don't get one you know immediately it's not really the end of the world for me because if i get a ps5 
There's no games I want to pick up on PS5 that I'm seeing right now. I'm just going to play PS4 games on my PS5, and <laughs> that's about it. Um, but no, with the PC thing, it's actually funny because one of my friends, uh, we were talking about this. I'm working on building him a PC. It's not his first PC, but it's going to be the first one that we're building from scratch for him, like for gaming and such. He's had a gaming desktop before that he picked up used. Uh, he's had one or two laptops, and he's finally ready to like bunker down and get an awesome desktop it's especially a good time right now well if you can get the parts because you know new cpus new gpus all that fun stuff is coming out so it's it seems to be a good time if you can get it but it was funny because we were talking and he's given me his his limit his his limit of you know buying things is about let's say like fourteen hundred dollars and i built him a pc at, well at least specced it out right at that price point so he's slowly but surely picking up the parts now the thing is he told me he was like you know at this point because he's a big xbox guy and he actually just this year of all times this year he picked up a ps4 he got a ps4 slim i found a good deal for him I bought it for him, he paid me back, and he's loved the PS4. He absolutely loves it, and this is, you know, coming from a guy who plays on PC, him coming from a guy who plays on PC, plays on the Xbox One, but he was wanting to build this PC, and he was kind of saying, you know what, I don't know right now, should I spend the money to get this PC, or should I spend the money to get the PS5 and Series X? Because... A lot of his friends have also been migrating over to PC, but they also have the Xbox One X. And he will still regularly play on the Xbox One X. But when it comes down to it, again, he's kind of thinking about, well, as opposed to getting a P like building my own PC, I could get both the PS5 and the Series X and be pretty happy with those. And I'll just do the PC later on. That's okay. And I wasn't trying to steer him either way on this but I was telling him he was asking my thoughts and I said well I'm not I'm not personally excited for Series X I know you're wanting to play Halo Infinite I wanted that as well too Halo Infinite is not going to be coming out on launch so we can't even use the excuse of saying oh I want the best platform to play Halo Infinite on on console because it's we're not we're not going to have Halo Infinite for the Series X launch unfortunately so we were both disappointed by that and I was saying well the other thing is too like the PS5 I'm personally not really seeing anything. I said, you know, the, the only real exclusive coming out on PS5 on launch is Demon Souls. Are you interested in that? He said, no. I was like, okay. So you and I would probably just use the PS5 as like a super duper PS4 Pro, essentially. Which if you love the PS4, I guess there's not too much wrong with that. You just have to realize you're not going to be playing PS5 games on your new shiny system. And even, even all these things I'm complaining about... Within like two years, like a year or two into all of this, this will be put aside because there's going to be many more games that will come out. But the thing that I think really swayed him, which at this point, actually this week, he just texted me and said he bought his first part for the PC, which was the motherboard. Uh, he was saying, well, you know, I'm thinking of I, I'm still thinking of getting these consoles. And I think he was leaning more towards a Series X because at the time you couldn't pre-order one. And I said, well, hey, dude, just keep in mind, uh, there's not going to be any exclusives the first year. And he just yelled. He's like, what? The first year? And I said, yeah, you, you didn't hear about that? And he said, no. And I told him, yeah, uh, the PS5 is going to have some exclusives on it. But Microsoft has stated already, they stated a few months ago, the first year the Series S and Series X are out, there will not be any exclusives. So any game that comes out on Series S and Series X will also be playable on Xbox One or PC. 
I, I think that might be and, but e- either way, I, I think it's at least just in the Xbox ecosystem. So anything that's going to be on the new systems is also going to be on the current systems for at minimum that first year. And that was, I feel like that was just kind of a shot in the foot for him because he was like, well, okay, well, you know what? Any motivation I had to get the Series X, like, it's kind of out the door now. So it's even interesting to to him, to my friend, who was wanting to get a new console, who was wanting to jump in on this, who was really wanting to, you know, go, go all in here. Even he just kind of pulled back and said, nope, I'm going to save my money. I'll get a Series X later down the line. But for now, I'm going to stick with my Xbox One X and I'm going to take my console money and put it into a PC and I'll use the PC and, you know, eventually get the Series X and even further down the line, get the PS5. But that's that's where he's at right now. So speaking of buying all of these, uh, <laughs> the pre-order madness was was maddening for them as well, too. Now, I did not, with all of my contempt, all my negativity, all the stuff I was talking about with the Xbox Series X here, it should come as no surprise that I did not even attempt to get either of these systems. I really don't want to get either of them on launch. There's not really much for me. Again, as I said, if I get a new Xbox Series console, it would most likely just sit there and not really get used. So I'm not going to get it. I'm not interested in flipping these either. I could easily, well, if I could, I could pre-order them and then, you know, resell them either brand new or use it for a few hours and sell it off and get a profit either way, new or used when they come out. But I don't want to do that either. I, I just don't want to. So when it comes down to this here, I didn't even attempt. And I know I'd seen several people who were trying to get their their hands on a Series X pre-order. Uh, Modern Vintage Gamer, I absolutely loved his video <laughs> where it's it's really funny. So he's he's one of my friends on here. And it's funny because personally, if, if you watch his videos, which I'm sure everybody who listens to this does, uh, he just comes off as so professional, so calm, so collected in his videos. But I will tell you, hearing him cuss for the first time is... I can't even describe it. It's it's interesting, to say the least. And it wasn't the first time I had heard it, but he does cuss in there. And I'm sure a lot of people were just blindsided by it. But I remember, like, even one of the first times I had talked to him, and he said the word fuck and something. Like, we, we were talking about stuff, and just when he said that, I was like, whoa, that is... Oh, my, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I wasn't offended by any means. Like, I'm okay with cussing to an extent. It's okay. Uh, but it was just, I guess I was just taken aback on there because, again, you know, calm, collected, professional persona and everything on YouTube. And then w- when you hear that for the, the closest thing I can think of, the closest thing I could think of is hearing, like, one of your favorite elementary school teachers cuss. Like, this wasn't elementary school, but I believe in high school, I had a geometry teacher, awesome guy, always collected, always professional, of course, and years later, I was trying to fix up an Xbox for him. Unfortunately, it was just kind of, you know, messed up beyond repair, but I remember it had been, like, years since I saw him, and he came over, like, we, we met up at my place, and he brought the system over, and he's like, here's a son of a bitch right here, and I was with one of my best friends, we were just like, oh, oh, oh my god, oh, no, you are not allowed to say words like that. Like, <laughs> there, there's nothing wrong with him saying it, but it's just you, you. <laughs> Maybe some people won't know what I'm talking about. Maybe they won't know this phenomenon, but I guess it, it's just it's just like that. Like hearing one of your childhood teachers cuss for the first time. It's so jarring. <laughs> but either way, uh, I, I know 
I can't tell if the Series X was any better. I think it was planned a little bit better, as well as the Series S. I believe the Series S was easier to get a hold of than the Series X. I'm not too surprised because I feel like the Series S will do really well with people who are just walking into a game shop or walking into a Walmart and they say, hey, new Xbox, 300 bucks, I'll pick it up. But for the people who are like really actively gunning after, and I'm not saying everyone, but I'm saying a lot of people who are like, wanting to go gung-ho next-gen, who are really following and tracking this super well, they're going to want the more powerful system. So the Series X, I know, was much harder to get through, and it seems like every site that was having pre-orders open was just melting down. But the PS5 one was actually, it was a lot worse. Uh, (laughs) With the PS5, I I actually did try for this. So I believe Sony had their conference, you know, announcing the PS5 and all that stuff, on a Wednesday I believe it was Wednesday and they said pre-orders are going to open on Thursday and there are so many stories that I heard now my personal story is I was talking with a friend of mine Uh, we were in a video call and we were talking for a few hours and then when I got off I had seen oh while I was in this call the PS5 pre-orders went live so I tried to go to Best Buy site and I tried for about 15-20 minutes, and it kept kind of like spinning through, and there was it just kind of kept bouncing me back and forth between the carts and all this other stuff. And after like 15-20 minutes, I said, this is not going to work. This website is so broken. Uh, no, I'm just going to stop trying, because I, if I keep doing this, I'm just going to be wasting my time. I know people had linked me like Target, Walmart, I some other places, and I just kind of said, I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm not really in a big rush for this. And I kind of just want to get mine, you know, from, there's only like a few retailers I want to get it from, uh, like Best Buy or Amazon. Those are really the ones I want to do. I, I don't want to, I, I don't really want to pick one. I think GameStop had them up. I think GameStop, it was available as well too. And I was like, hell no, I, I just don't want to deal with GameStop. I hate dealing with their website. I don't like dealing with them that much, but I hate their website even more. <laughs> so uh, I was being picky, which that, that's my own fault. Uh, but either way on there, I think I went to sleep. And then the next day I'd woken up shortly after waking up, I was on Twitter and I'd seen a uh, Junie, you know, friend of the show on here, I guess, shout out to Junie. He had posted something on Twitter like, Hey, uh, or no, I think, I don't think it was Junie actually. No, excuse me, Junie, you get a free shout out either way because you're cool. But, uh, I think it was Al Azif had a shout out to Alazif. She had said, hey, uh, Best Buy is working. There's some PS5 pre-orders there. But I looked at the timestamp and it was in the middle of the night. It was like 4 a.m. that it, <laughs> it was like 3 or 4 a.m. Of course, I woke up later. So I tried and of course, I couldn't get any on Best Buy. And that was about the end of me trying for the PS5. Uh, the next day, I was talking with a few people and everyone's like, hey, did you get a PS5? Do you get a PS5? I said, nope, I tried for like 20 minutes. And then I tried this morning for about five minutes and I just, I just kind of gave up. And I guess like one of my friends had said that uh, they tried to do Best Buy, the site melted down. And then they tried to go to GameStop, I want to say, and they couldn't do it from there. And I think they were going to go through GameStop and her and her husband, they couldn't just get the PS5. The only way they could have gotten it was if they got one of the bundles because the regular PS5, like console only, was selling out. It was sold out already. But I believe it was the the bundles they do and it's like for you know a few hundred dollars more you get the ps5 and another controller and like two games and i don't know a year of playstation plus so you got to spend more money but you're not you're not wasting the money is what i mean like you're probably 
you're probably going to get another controller. Uh, if those are two games that you want to play, awesome. And hey, you get a year of PlayStation Plus, but you're not like spending more than that. It's just you have to do you spend more up front, but they're not upcharging you is what I'm trying to say. You're paying the same amount for all of that stuff. It's just all together in one bundle. But as opposed to paying $500, you're going to pay like $800, let's say. <laughs> so what happened was, I guess she was going to buy one of those bundles. And then at the last minute, her husband said, no, nah, I don't want all that extra stuff. And she was like, what? No, but this is how we can get the PS5. And he was like, nah, I don't want all the extra stuff. And then, of course, the bundle sold out. I think she did, like a few days later, she did get a bundle. Uh, but she also told me that they were waiting for Amazon because apparently the word was that Amazon was going to have pre-orders open up at midnight. So they waited up, they were all ready to go. And then as soon as the orders went live, they were sold out. Because apparently... Some people had found out the links to the Amazon pages like 20 minutes before and bought out the entire stock of PlayStation 5s. So it was just, I've never seen it like this. I know people have complained before about it being hard to find a system and such. Now, I think maybe the craziest I've ever seen it was the Wii. Uh, to the extent of like, I mean, this is 2006, 2007, but for a, for a long, 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 long time, you if you wanted to get a Wii, you had to figure out which store was getting it, what day they were getting it, and you had to camp out. And it wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't like the, this, this small number shit right here, right? Like, you're hearing about stores, I'm sure, getting like 12 PS5s or or 18 PS5s or something like this. From what I remember... At their peak, I believe Nintendo was shipping out stores 25 Wiis at a time, at least once a week. Because uh, there were a few like Best Buys and some Walmarts I had gone to. And I remember it was like a Best Buy I talked to. And they said they're like, yeah, like once or twice a week, we are getting shipments. We get 25 Wiis at a time. We can't keep them for more than one hour. And so I remember for the longest time, like I would go to, there, there was like one or two of my friends who were looking for a Wii. I would go to a store. And sometimes I only found one Wii. One. That was it. One. Sitting on a pallet. And I'd call up my friend and be like, hey, there's a Wii right here at this store. And they're like, oh, I, I can't get it right now. I'm like, okay, cool. You're lost. Someone else is going to get it. <laughs> but that was maybe one of the craziest ones I've seen. But when it comes to just straight up pre-orders, I've, I've never seen it like this. And I think it's a, it's a combination of several things. I think people are home. They're bored. They are looking forward to something. They they just want... Because I've talked about it on Mario's Minute here before. I've said, like, Ian from the CU podcast, shout out to them. But he has said before that right now, uh, he works at a used game store in California. And he was saying that right now, we're at a point in time where it has never been easier to sell $100 PlayStation 1 games. And people are settling. As in, someone comes in, and they are looking for a Switch. They don't have a Switch. So they look for a PS4. No PS4s. So then they decide to start downgrading. PS3, none in stock. PS2, none in stock. All right, well, I'll get a Sega Genesis with these five games. Like, people are just wanting something. So I think just the excitement of a new system, the the desire to pick up, you know, like one of these here and just maybe this is people, you know what? Maybe this is also uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people there who 
have not been able to get an Xbox One X. So they're saying, I'm just going to get the Series X. Or they have not been able to get a PS4. So they say, I'm, you know, I'm going to get the PS5, which is smart. Like, that's smart. Backwards compatibility is going to be on these systems. That's great. Uh, but I feel like... <laughs> I feel like that, combined with the bots, like, I've never seen the bots running at an all-time high here. I mean, people are, all these people writing these bots are so sophisticated right now. Um, but I feel like just in combination with everything, and I guess maybe even units, like, not, because of manufacturing and the issues and the slowdown of the supply chain we're seeing, we're not going to have as many systems as we, as we would like at this point in time. So I feel like with all of that combined, it's just causing this vacuum of PS5s don't exist, Xbox Series S doesn't exist, Xbox Series X doesn't exist, unless you're a bot or you're really, really, really lucky. And I've seen the same thing with the RTX cards as well, too. Now, this has been another thing where uh, I haven't even attempted to get one of these. But from what I know, the bot situation there was even worse. I mean, it's so bad where I I was shocked with this. But, like, NVIDIA has come out and apologized for the way they handled things. And they said, we're verifying now all of our orders. Sony came out and apologized. And they said, you know what? We're so sorry. We could have done better with the PS5 launch. Don't worry. Or pre-order. We are going to be putting out more pre-orders. We're going to be allocating more units to store. And now there's even chances a lot of people are getting emails saying they might not even get a, a P they have a pre-order on, but they might not get a PS5 or a Xbox Series unit on on launch, which you know I guess that's expected there. But I've I've never seen it to this point, man. It's crazy to me. I guess the the RTX I do know because the uh, the 3080 was the one that just went up and that was causing so 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 many issues, uh, just with just scalper bots running wild on that. Uh, I know my my friend were building the PC for. I actually I think we were gonna go with the 2070 Super, and I said, dude. You know, we could still do that, but I think you really need to look at this 3070 right here for your budget. Like, this is going to be the shit that you're wanting. Even if you don't think you need it, you're going to need it. So, maybe we'll get one for him. I'm not sure when the hell we'll be able to get it. But I haven't even... It's funny because I've kind of paid, like, a little bit of attention. But I even ha I haven't even attempted to pre-order or order any of these RTX cards. Because I figured the situation would be bad. But my goodness, I didn't know it would be this bad. Oh man, this pre-order madness is insane. I've never seen anything like it. Like with all of these. Just and 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 back to back to back to back, mind you. You had the PS5, you had the Xbox, you had the RTX stuff, like. Oh man. <laughs> I'm kind of speechless at this point. I'm not sure what else I can say here, but man. <sighs> Moving on here. I do have uh, I believe I think it was two episodes ago. I don't believe I told this story. I, I didn't include a game shop story. My apologies for that. So I figured I would include one here. And this isn't like directly about the game shop, but this is something that I I wanted to share either way. Uh, it's something I'd written down a few months ago. So for anybody who does not know, uh, I did work at a local used video game store. Uh, I did, I guess not so much local now, but I was working at a game shop for a few years and uh, I worked there in high school from ages 16 to 18. So it was about two and a, just 
over two years. It's like two and a quarter, something like that. Uh, it was it was an interesting first job, but what I've been doing is on the solo episodes, I try and tell at least one story from my game shop days. So I know it's something that people have looked forward to, uh, but this is going to be about a, and maybe this is just a story about liars. All right, so. There was one store that I was, because we had two stores at the time, there was one store I was working at, I was there by myself, and we were closing up. And uh, liars were nothing new, but there was a woman with her boyfriend, and she was outside, and what happened was I was there, you know, by myself the last hour of the day, I was closing up, and then I had closed up everything. So, I had, uh, what was going on, like, I had closed up the shop, I locked up, I, you know, well, no, not in this order, but, like, I was closing up, I set the alarm, turned off everything, set the alarm, you know, ran out the store, locked up, we were all good. Now, right outside of the exit I was using, there was a small bench, and there was this woman with her, her husband or her boyfriend there, and they were, they were talking to me, and she said something like, hey, uh, are, are you guys buying anything? I don't remember what it was, and I was say I just said, like, oh, no, I'm I'm sorry, I just closed. She's like, oh well, I'm you know we need we need to sell something. I was like, well, can you can you sell it to this other store there? And I I pointed to like one or two other stores that were taking stuff. They said like, no, we can't go there. We tried to go there, they won't take this stuff. And I for the love of God, I can't remember what it was. Uh, but I was just like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. I we wouldn't take it either. Uh, but even so, I I closed up. So even if I was open, I I couldn't buy this from you. She was like, well, w- would you buy it? I said, no, no, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't. And then they even said, they were just like, hey, well, uh, my boyfriend has a watch here. And he like took this watch off his wrist. They're like, my boyfriend has a watch here. W- would you buy this? Like, are you interested in a watch? I was like, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. She was like, I, I need, I need money. Like we need to sell this stuff. Uh, I, I need money. I need to feed my kids tonight. And I have no idea if she was lying about that, but I was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I mean, I'm not in a position to buy anything right now, and we we don't buy those. And she said, well, do you have, like, a friend or something? Like, are, are there any – do you have any friends nearby that you could, like, pick up and bring here if they're interested in this and they could buy this? And I never had anybody go, like, that far to try and get me to buy something. But I just said, again, I, I lied at this point. I said, no, I'm actually leaving town. Like, I need to leave town in, like, five minutes. So, no, I can't. And I was like, well, maybe you can go to like this other shop or go here. She's like, no, they're not, they're not going to take our stuff. Like I, I need to feed my kids tonight. This doesn't help. And I was like, I'm, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm sorry that the first thing you're trying to sell, we don't buy those. Um, the second thing we don't buy watches. I'm not interested in a watch. I don't have any friends who are wanting to buy a watch. Like I, I really can't help you out. I wish I could, uh, but I can't. And then she was like, oh, okay, well, well, thank you. Oh, and uh, and by the way, you work with some assholes. And that one I took, a, like, a little bit seriously, not, like, to me, offensively. But, like, I was, you know, I was very proud of our store. I was very proud of the work that we did. So uh, my ears kind of, like, perked up at that point. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? And she said, yeah, you work with some assholes. I was like, is there is there something I need to know? And she was like, yeah, there was a guy who worked here who was an asshole to me the, the last time I came in. And I was like, who was it? And she said, I don't know. Um, it was it was a guy with black hair. And I have black hair for anybody who hasn't seen my hair. So I pointed to myself. And she's like, no, 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 no. It wasn't you. Um, there was a guy who uh, he, he had like long black hair. I was like, 
uh, like mine? And she said, no, 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 no. It wasn't you. It, it wasn't you. But it was a guy who he had black hair. It was like really long black hair. And he was an asshole. And I sat there. I was like, well, there's me. And then there's another guy who has black hair that's even shorter than mine. So is it him? And she's like, no, 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 no. He had hair. He had black hair that was longer than yours. I was like, okay, so was it me? And she's like, no, it wasn't you. I told you it wasn't you. And I just said, I was like, uh, ma'am, I don't know who you're talking about. If, if it's me, you could tell me, but I've never met you. But if it's the other guy, the other guy you're talking about has never had long hair. He's always had a, like a short buzz cut. So she was just saying, she's like, oh, well, I, I, I don't really remember, but it was, it was a guy with like long black hair and he was an asshole to me. And I said, I was like, okay, uh, well, I'm really sorry that happened to you. That's not the service that we strive for. Like if, if you come in next time, you can talk with us about it. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry. I hope you get all that sorted out. I just had to walk off like 17, 18 year old me. That's how I handled it. And I think I handled it as professionally as I could have there. But I, I just find it funny when uh, th there's people who they'll be like that. And it's, just, it's not just in this situation. It's like many times in life they'll kind of try and do a jab like that. And long story short on there, I feel like she was just kind of trying to get a jab in at the store itself. But she was describing someone who did not exist. Because truthfully, that was it. Including me, there was two people at the entire store who had black hair. And I was the, the person who had the longest black hair. And she had said many times that it was not me. So that means the person she was describing who worked at my store did not exist. <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> That's not all I have on that. That's the only uh, the only game shop story here, at least. I'll, I'll definitely be sure to share more the next time we do a solo episode. But the last thing I want to talk about here is the games that I've been playing. So... Uh, there's there's actually several games I've been on right now, uh, but for now I'm just going to kind of uh, you know I'll talk about a few uh, that that you know I have been playing through. Uh, one of them is still Animal Crossing. I'm still playing that almost every day at this point. I've actually kind of like hit the goals that I wanted to. So now as opposed to playing it daily, I'm kind of playing it every two or three days, something like that. Uh, and Ring Fit Adventure, I'm still playing that Monday through Friday as much as I can, and I'm I'm having fun with that, and Dragao is an asshole. He truly is, with his long black hair and everything. Like, seriously, when that, that game will kick your butt. Like, it really will. It is no joke. And actually, it's no joke to the point where I ended up canceling my gym membership. Uh, I have not been to the gym since early March, if any. I think it was early March, and then we went into lockdown. And I think about a month after that, I think it was about a month or two later, I went into the gym and I, no, doing the math here, it was one month later, I went to the gym and I put my membership on pause uh, because I didn't want to cancel it because I thought we would be done by now. <laughs> but I put it on pause for six months and they said, you know, for the next six months, you're not, you, you know, you have your membership, but we're not going to charge you for anything. Uh, and, you know, if you want to renew it sooner, just come back in and we can unfreeze your membership. But it was this month I had kind of sat here and thought about it and I said, I'm not going to the gym. The gym is open, but I don't really feel comfortable going to the gym. So I'm just going to stay at home and stick with my ring fit and walk my dog around everywhere. But I'm going to go cancel my gym membership. And honestly, it's actually worked out. Like I've, I've lost weight. I feel like I've been in decent shape while I've been here. So 
I I don't feel like I'm lacking anything canceling my gym membership thanks to walking my dog and thanks to Ring Fit Adventure. And when it gets a bit colder outside, I'm going to be able to walk less because, you know, it'll be cold, probably snow, bad weather, all that other stuff. Uh, so I'll probably just have to play more Ring Fit. But uh, the game has been going on for a while as well, too. So it's it's not it's not a short game, which is very good because you don't want a game like this if you're going in like the campaign or adventure mode to just finish up within like two hours. You know, it's it's good to have something to come back to, thankfully. So, let's see. This month, the games that I've actually finished, uh, I end up finishing Smashing Drive on the original Xbox. I have seen a... I used to play this uh, on the GameCube. I never finished it, even though it's a short game, because I was just awful at it. I watched a friend of mine finish it. I've played it in the arcade, which the arcade uh, version was awesome, but I've never finished this game. It is a interesting, violent taxi game. I guess I can say that. But I decided to play through it on the original Xbox. I actually have the Xbox HDMI mod, and I've been testing it. Uh, I'm not going to give any further details on it because I, I am saving it for like a full video. And I haven't even recorded anything off it yet. I'm, I'm just waiting for a few things to get into place before I really start recording everything. But I've been playing on it, and that's been my way of testing it so far. I've just been playing a bunch of games, and I've finished a few. So I did finish Smashing Drive. Uh... It's kind of boring on the original Xbox when you go back to it. Like, I just rem I remember it being a faster game, I swear. Uh, but especially, like, the arcade version, if you, like, look and play, look at and play the arcade cabinet, it is so much more detailed. It is so much more fleshed out than the console version. So, uh, that was eh, a little disappointing, but I still finished it. I'm happy with that. Uh, another game I finally finished um, after kind of dragging my feet on it for a bit was this game Kododama The Seven Mysteries of Fujisawa. It was an interesting visual novel. I think I paid like a dollar for it digitally. And it's like this match three puzzle type game mystery visual novel. This game, I mean, I like the puzzle elements of it. Like that part of it is fun. You do get into some lewd stuff as well there, which can be awkward at times, but it was still, you know, it is what it is on there. If anything, I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> but but when it comes down to it, um, the story's okay on there. The thing that's kind of annoying is you have to beat it several times. And sometimes even if you're doing all the right stuff that you need to, you still end up getting a failure of an ending and it pretty much resets you back to the beginning. Uh, so I was able to finish that. The ending was the, the final ending in my opinion was not worth it. That was kind of annoying, but everything up until that was, was fun enough. I, I, I don't, I don't think, I think it kind of overstates welcome though with me. So, uh, I'm glad I paid a dollar for it either way. <laughs> uh, Time Crisis Raising Storm. Uh, this is actually a game that I had ended up playing through with my neighbors of all people. Uh, I found out, uh, some of my neighbors are really big into Time Crisis and they absolutely freaked out when they found out that I had a Time Crisis set up for the PlayStation 3. A few years ago, one of my best friends and I, uh, actually went half in on a Time Crisis 4 setup for the ps3 uh, because in case you don't know there are three gun con 3 games for the playstation 3 it is time crisis 4 time crisis raising storm and Dreadstorm pirates and you can actually get a disc which is all three of those in one but what my friend and i did is we bought two copies of time crisis 4 uh, and Time Crisis 4 it comes in a big box it is like a big box of it it has uh, a sensor 
like sensors that you hook up to your TV because you can't use gun cons like regular gun cons on a uh, flat panel. So uh, it, it pretty much has these two little sensors that you hook up to the top of your TV or anchor up to the top of it and then you hook it up through USB to the PlayStation 3. Uh, the downside to this is like it works incredibly well you do have to calibrate and such it's not that bad and the only downside is uh, because this is a Bandai Namco exclusive thing there's a lot of other really awesome light gun games for the PlayStation 3 uh, like Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles Resident Evil Darkside Chronicles House of Dead 3 House of the Dead 4 those ones actually surprised me that they were on there I think House of the Dead Overkill is on there. There's a few other shooting games, but those ones you have to either use a standard PS3 controller or you can use the Move controllers. Uh, you cannot use the Gun Con. You can only use the Gun Con on those Bandai Namco games. And again, the, the only three games on the PS3 that you can use a Gun Con with are Time Crisis 4, Time Crisis Raising Storm, and Dreadstorm Pirates. Those are the only three. So that's a little bit disappointing, but either way, uh, they were telling me they're obsessed with Time Crisis. They loved playing it in arcades, and they were saying like, "Oh, hey, you should you should come with us to an arcade or something like Dave and Buster's or like what have you, wherever that we have we can find a cabinet." And I was like, "Nah, I, I'm good. I actually got one here if, if we want to play. Not not a cabinet, but I got a setup." So. Uh, they ended up coming over and we had played through, I think we played through half of Dreadstorm Pirates and then it was just way too late in the night. But before that, we did play through Time Crisis Raising Storm, which is way too short of a game in my opinion. So I think the next one we will play after Dreadstorm is of course Time Crisis 4. But to prepare for even like next times we do all this as well, uh, I do have two PlayStation Move controllers because I got them with the uh, PS4's PSVR, that's it. Uh, but I did not have a PlayStation I for the PS3. I had one years ago. Years ago, uh, we were actually gifted a PlayStation VR, like not a PlayStation Move set, which came with two of the Move controllers and the PlayStation I, both for PS3. Uh, but when my family ended up moving, uh, I had given them the PS3. I gave them all that stuff as well, so they have it. So it's kind of funny because I was looking around, and I was like, where's this PlayStation I that I have? And I had to remember, oh, no, 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 no. The original kit I gave to my family, the reason why I have the Move controllers is because of the VR but the PlayStation I, I, I don't own any of those. I do not own them. I thought I bought one a few years ago, but I didn't. I bought like a cheaper um, webcam. So I spent like 15 bucks on it and, you know, we'll be good to go with that. So uh, I, I look forward to, you know, more light gun type stuff. Uh, plus I have the, I have the VWii on the Wii U and I can play, uh, uh, like, you know, similar games on there. Like the, I think Dead Space Extraction is on there. Uh, the Resident Evil games are on there, which the Resident Evil games are actually really cool. Those are pretty much just on-rail versions of the like original Resident Evil games. So I think like 0, 1, 2, and 3, if you want to play through them without as much effort and get the story, uh, you can play Umbrella Chronicles and Darkside Chronicles. But either way... Uh, those are the games that I was, uh, that, well, Time Christ Raising Storm, played through that, that was a really short game, uh, and the last one I finished was Dead or Alive 3, this was also for, uh, Xbox HDMI, I was just, it was one of those games I decided to fire up, I beat it with all the characters, and man, I, I gotta tell you, it is, it is shocking, like, if you have an original Xbox and you could hook it up in at minimum component, fire up Dead or Alive 3. You'll be pleasantly surprised, and you'll be shocked to find out how good it looks for a launch title game. 
This is a game that came out, like, it came out with the original Xbox, and it looks incredible. Like, I'm not saying it's, like, crisis levels of beautiful by any means. Like, it's not like it's going to melt down a computer in 2020. I'm just saying, when when you take it into account that this is a game that launched for the Xbox in 2001, and you see how good it looks in 2020 for what it is, it's incredibly impressive to me. So, and it, it stands the test of time so well that even with that, that's a launch title for the Xbox. And in my opinion, it's one of the best looking games on the original Xbox. That's not a slight to any of the other things. It's, I mean, it's very complimentary and very impressive to me at least. So those are the games I've been playing. Those are the games I end up finishing up. So that's about it. That's about all I have for this episode of Mario's Minute. Hopefully you all enjoyed it, and I'm, I'm happy I was able to, you know, get about an hour worth of content out of this. I was really worried I wasn't going to be able to talk about all too much stuff, but you know me. I can ramble. I can talk about things. Whatever it is, it works out. So, again, if you want to listen to this in the future, uh, just in, you know, podcast format... You can check this out on many of your favorite podcasting apps and platforms. Just look up Mario's Minute, subscribe there, and you can listen to it more. And if you want to take a video version of it and contribute in some conversation in the comments section, you can come to my YouTube channel, Mr. Mario 2011 and check out the YouTube video upload here. Now, the last thing I like to do to reward everyone who has made it to the end of this episode, I like to give a type of keyword. And if you end up using this keyword in your comment that you hopefully do, leave in the youtube upload of this i'll know that you made it to the very end so you know i'm i'm holding a stick of bert's bees right here how about bees b-e-e-s like as in the or you know it does if you want to use that that's b b-e-e like the like like the insect (laughs) if you use the word b in your comments somehow i'll know you made it to the end of this episode and hopefully you enjoyed it anyways that's about it for this episode of mario's minute it's been a pleasure it's been fun hanging out with you all hopefully hopefully you all stay safe hopefully you try and pre-order and get a successful pre-order on something that you're trying to get a hold of and you know just hopefully you can hang out with me again next month anyways as i always say this mr mario signing off thank you for listening and watching everyone until next time